Well, good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Underhood Show presented by Mel Hamilton Ford. My name is Phil Nightingale. I'm the general manager and Josh Profit, our service director. Good morning, Josh. Good morning. Beautiful Saturday morning out in Cake Lane, right? Yes, it is. I still feel like I'm jacked up on the screen, Josh. <laughs> me and Josh messing with the camera here this morning, trying to get you a better picture so you can see our beautiful faces. So much Hold easier. on on the me and Josh. <laughs> huh? Hold on on the me and Josh. Only one of us was jacking with the camera. Who was that? I don't know. Wasn't me, was it? Yeah. Hey, anyway, it's a call-in show, 316-462-3673. Hey, anything ailing your car, tires, brakes, batteries, anything you want to talk about in the automobile world? Anything in the uh, racing world, whatever you want to talk about. Here about 9.15, we're going to have Trenton Berry from Racing Dirt to call in and give us an update on what's going on in USMTS. They got rained out last night down in Humboldt and uh, had a good night on um, Friday night. So we'll see how they're, what they're going to do. If they're going to make it up today, they're going to run two shows. They're going to run Sunday, what they're going to do. I don't know if they've made a decision yet, but maybe Trenton can get us an update on what's happening down at the King of America at the Humboldt Speedway. A lot of cars down there, over 120 cars down there, Josh. So uh, looks like a lot of fun, but uh, kind of cold. It is a lot wet. of cars. So everybody's itching. Got the itch, I'm guessing. Yes, that's very true. Talk about having the itch, boy. I'm <laughs> Ready to go. Yes. Anyway, Jeffrey Coates, good morning. And uh, Jason Koss, good morning. Uh, anyway, Josh, is always a call-in show. It's the only show you know you get paid to call in on. So what is in that package for each and every caller? Uh, so we're going to mail it out to you, but it's going to consist of the works, which is an oil change and tire rotation. We use uh, Motorcraft oil and filter products here at Mill Hamilton Ford. Uh, while we're performing that, we're also going to complete a multi-point inspection on your vehicle, checking over the brakes, tires, steering, suspension, all the safety-related components on that vehicle. You'll also receive yourself $10 to Mel's Diner so you can get yourself something to eat and drink while you're here with us at the big corner. Uh, you're going to get complete nitrogen for your tires uh, so you get all the great benefits that nitrogen has to offer. And then a BG products package which is going to consist of a can of MOA or motor oil additive for your engine oil. And then CF5 for your fuel system. Again, just getting that vehicle geared up and ready to go for that next 5,000 miles of driving. So, All right, 316-462-3673. That's the number of dials right into the front desk here at the dealership. And uh, tell the young ladies in there if you want to get passed in the podcast, we'll get you passed in here and have some exciting stuff. So uh, anyway, so like I said, USMTS got rained out last night. Trenton Barry will be calling us in here shortly to give us an update. Hopefully they've got a schedule what's going to happen there from that part. So who knows? Anyway, Josh, uh, 23 super duties are here. Yep. I got a few of them coming in the ground. So that's exciting. We haven't seen a diesel yet, but I know they're coming. They're finally started shipping those. So it's exciting time there. We had three drop last night. So we're, yep. uh, and uh, the next thing is, is the, uh, Bronco Order Bank, long-awaited 23 Order Bank is going to open. They're telling me Monday at 3 o'clock our time. I hope that stands still and holds there for us so we can start ordering the Broncos for the first time. And, God, I don't know. It's probably been a, at least a year, I think, really? since we've been able because there's been so many orders and so many backlogs yeah. and stuff like that in there from that part. And uh, so we've not been able to actually order any of those. So it's exciting that, that the Order Bank's going to open up and uh, – for the 23 model, you're going to be a short run, though, because we basically know, so, got about yeah, a six-month yeah. window there to to build the rest of the 23s from that part. So uh, if you're looking to maybe get in on that Bronco order, we'll be ready to start taking orders Monday afternoon uh, from that part. So exciting stuff there, too. So Yeah, it's been uh, that's been a long time waiting uh, on that side of it. So You know, it has been, and there's still a lot of what they call commodities or what I call parts availability yeah. and everything else, what they can build and can't build and that sort of thing, too. Uh, and I get it. the supply chain still kind of jacked up and messed up and hopefully someday we'll get this thing under control and have enough commodities or, or I'm just going to call it parts. They yeah, call it commodities. Yeah. I don't know why, where that comes from or whatever, but it does, but to, to build these units and stuff like that too. So 
Anyway, 316-462-3673. Hey, let's get the phones ringing. Love to hear from you. Anything ailing your car, tires, brakes, batteries, anything whatsoever, and uh, anything in the racing world whatsoever, too. So. Anyway, Josh, I heard you this morning saying PDI, so we got a few units rolling. Yeah, we got uh, three Super Duties that showed up last night, and so we were going to get those uh, up and going and ready. I seen them uh, unloading them when I was uh, pulling out last night, and so I'm sure uh, I'm sure those belong to an individual, and we got to get them their vehicles. They're so all sold. That's, uh, I know three they are and everything else, too, so yes, they are sold. Mr. Furman, you're in Iola. I hear you, so you must have stayed down there and through the rain out that they had last night. So sorry, but mother nature wasn't very nice to you guys down there at uh, Humboldt last night, but hopefully they'll get things dried out this morning and figure out what the schedules are going to have. We're going to hear from Trenton Berry again, of course, here shortly. Uh, hopefully he's got the updates and everything else too. So James Furman, hope you're staying warm down there and staying dry and uh, everything else too. So, so we've got uh, this week coming up. Is it going to be our grand opening for the detail shop uh, on Thursday? So we got that. Uh, coming up, I cannot believe that we're already approaching the end of uh, the end of this month. I end mean, of March uh, is crazy. Yeah, we're just, just uh, we're just we're, we yeah. always talk about too, Josh. We're this year ago. What's happening it's, here? It's, uh, it's time flies. You're having fun, right? So very much so. But yeah, looking forward to that. We've got the vacuum system put in uh, yesterday, and so you know we messed up. We said we was going to get Calvin or Caleb yeah. on here and talk about different things. We didn't do it, but I and know he's I, not here today. So we got to prep him for that for next Saturday. Maybe we get him on here live and. Of course, if everything works out, Josh, I might not be here next Saturday. There you go. Yeah. So should be racing in Hayes next Saturday. Uh, we'll see. Hopefully the weather holds up right now and everything else for that part too. But right now it's not looking very good for that part, but I hope it is so we can be in Hayes racing. Uh, Jake and I can be there racing the modified on Saturday. We're going to be racing Friday and Saturday. Really supposed to be a practice Thursday. I was going to say, we need some practice, I think, before we just jump in. Well, it looks like we're going to have to jump in and just We're, go we're just going to jump in. Just going to jump in and <laughs> get after it. So... Anyway, good morning, Amanda. How are you? Anyway, 316-462-3673. Let's get some phones ring. Let's get some questions. Let's get something happening or whatever from that part. And uh, Last week, we had the discussion of uh, pickup and delivery or mobile service. And I don't know if uh, for all, uh, if there's some of the same listeners on there, but if anybody has any additional comments over that, definitely love to, love to listen to those and see what your thoughts are well, on that as well go into a little more detail in case we got some listeners josh going in here live today we maybe weren't live last saturday or whatever yeah yeah sure so there's a, a big push uh well from ford to uh for dealers especially uh pro dealers which is more of the fleet side of things but a, a big push uh for dealers to offer a mobile service. Uh, so that's where, you know, a technician would actually uh, come to you uh, for whatever your service needs are. Now, it's not on everything. It's only supposed to be, you know, maintenance items or like a recall or... No or, engine overhauls yeah, or nothing. Yeah, yeah we're not going to be, uh, you know, overhauling an engine uh, off-site. But, you know, we've, uh, <clears throat> we've looked at that years ago, uh, even had a, a little bit of a mobile service uh, deal in Hutch uh, there, had kind of some tires uh, with a tire trailer and stuff like that that we did. Uh, that was more for larger, larger tires and stuff like that. But uh, it just for a, for a consumer, um, what you're receiving is not, uh, is not the best. I understand it might be a convenient side on, on the consumer side uh to not have to go to the dealer but we really combated that with pickup and delivery and so you know we do a massive amount of pickup and delivery and have for for many years uh ford has finally caught on to that and you know they're making a lot of dealers uh 
you know, uh, go that route, which I think is great. Uh, and as a consumer, I, in my belief, I think you're really achieving the same thing. Uh, you know, you're getting your car taken care of and you're not having to take time out of your day to, you know, take it to the dealer or, or drive to the dealer. Um, but on the mobile service side of things, I just, there's no way we could have all the parts that we needed once we got to your, uh, got to your home. Uh, you know, if I think maintenance wise, I think of the environment that that tech is going to be working in and how efficient he's going to be, uh, just all the extra added steps, uh, just not being in his environment, uh, yeah. from that side of it. Agree with you hundred percent on that, Josh, too. I think there is a niche for the mobile service. Uh, but let's hear from you. Love to hear from your opinion. Would you love to have us come to your home or your work or whatever and service your vehicle or would you rather just come pick it up and bring it in and of course dan wick says pick up and delivery morning delbert yeah. delbert all coming in live here from a series so you know josh there's all kinds of i think there's a niche for the mobile service for example if we <clears throat> if we were landlocked we couldn't build any more bays yeah. that yep. kind of thing uh that part not our situation here uh, we've got plenty of bays and plenty of technicians and stuff too and i'm with you i'd rather have the car here so i can do a better quality inspection i can get the tires off i can look underneath the car and find things that might be little now that might turn into something bigger later and uh look that car over and you know this this multi-point inspection it really has been going on for a long time i still remember back when i was eight years old working with my dad doing service jobs every three thousand miles and if he used that same example someone needs to get under that car and look at it and see what's going on nothing better than every three it was three months or three thousand yep. miles uh of course now we're going five thousand miles in five months which you know is crazy you know because we used to do so much just open the hood every time we got gas and now we don't now we're getting gas and we're going inside to get something to drink to keep on moving down the road and we don't even think about popping the hood uh from that part but uh now anyway well, love to hear from you what's your opinion pick up and delivery or mobile service would you love that which one would you be more happy with whatever we'd love to hear from you love to hear your votes or if you want to call in and talk about it love to hear from that too if you just want to make the comment like dan wicks does doesn't matter and i mean the other side of that is five thousand miles is a long ways i mean uh, from a map that's literally from florida from miami florida to like anchorage alaska is about five thousand miles you wouldn't just go on that road trip and not look over a vehicle you know you wouldn't just hop in it and take off i wouldn't think you I, know some people do and everything yeah. else like that you know josh i was just talking to a guy last night uh that we've serviced his car he bought it from us in 12 mm -hmm. uh and in 12 it had twenty thousand miles on it and talking to him last night it just turned over 300 Okay, three hundred thousand okay. miles. Yeah. Now, do you think he's maintenance that big? I mean, you yeah, you you would have to have. <laughs> yeah. you, you would have had to have. And I told him, I said, you know, you've got every bit of love, money out of that car you can get if you got three hundred thousand. He said, Oh, I know, I know, I have. He says, I, he said, but I'm gonna I'm gonna drive it till the wheels fall off. And he says, I'm gonna call you, come pick me up. I said, you better Wherever be careful. At, yeah. <laughs> you better be careful. You're gonna be at because he just told me he got back from Florida. Yeah, uh, his son's living down there now, and he went down to Florida and uh, saw him and everything else too. So I uh, mean, I think uh, of people years ago you know a hundred thousand miles if you weren't taking that out of town you uh, know uh, <laughs> that, that wasn't uh that wasn't a thing and now i mean it's not even a it's not even a question if the if it runs Shoot. good and starts good and drives good hundred thousand miles that's uh that's just getting broke in yeah back so. in the day he's gonna make a two-hour trip you do a 30-minute walk around on the car <laughs> make sure the trunk had oil in it and everything else your tool kit and all that kind of stuff there was and, jumper cables and all that i mean i don't yeah, know tires I just, aired up tight everything else like that too for you just make a two-hour trip now we're going five thousand miles you can think about it yeah i think of uh the number of uh uh 
you know, number of things that you would, you would look at or, um, be- yeah, before you'd even do that, it's crazy, uh, from, from that side. But years ago, you know, I think of the number of starters and alternators and, you know, components like drive belts, uh, uh or just belts in general that, hoses that you would put on these cars and i mean i don't know the manufacturing process has gotten so much better uh from that side and you just don't we don't put those components on very much anymore uh, when it comes to a starter and alternator or anything like that you know looking at the looking at a video here of an old uh old mustang convertible looks like it's going for a sale somebody's putting it through a sale and The AC compressor is completely no. <laughs> right. Yeah. Where did all? <laughs> oh, I look. We're losing the connection issue. We're okay here. Yeah. Are you froze over there? Yeah. I think now you're we're back, back live. Now. I think. Yep. May take a minute. Yeah. There it is. There we go. Lost the connection there for a minute. Sorry about that. That was because Phil was sucking it on the internet now watching uh, looking at buying it at an estate sale just uh, years what they what you know just to go and really fix that and make them better for sure so We'll get, we keep uh, losing we'll connection, Josh. Now we're back again. Not sure what happened, but uh, I don't know why we're losing that connection, Josh. But anyway, Trenton Berry's on on phone. We'll get him patched through here in just a second. Trenton Berry from Racing Dirt. Uh, he's the owner of Racing Dirt. He's back at Humboldt Speedway today. It was there Friday, and uh, the uh, give us an update what's going on in you. Sorry, I'm trying to concentrate on this text got coming in here too. But going to give us an update on Trenton. On what's going on in the USMTS, what the schedule is going to be like, and everything else too. Trenton, you're live with Under the Hood. How you doing, buddy? Yeah, good morning. Hey, I'm doing great. Doing good this morning. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm doing great. You guys able to hear me? Quiet. Yeah, I uh, I think I got you here. Let me switch uh, headsets here with Phil real quick. I understand? Sounds good. Yeah, it's uh. We we had a good night there uh, a couple of nights ago, and unfortunately the uh, the rain jumped in there last night and got us. And it was uh, man, it was it was one of those kind of nagging rain situations where it didn't really rain hard enough, and then it stopped all of a sudden, and the back got the racetrack rolled in, and, and just about the time they did that, it uh, it started sprinkling again, and it didn't quit for another hour or two. So by that time, the sun was going down, and your your prospects for drying out the mud are pretty slim at that point yeah and being like that make a pretty rough racetrack too so uh anyway look like you had a good yeah friday, had, had a good friday night good good show in there and terry phillips knocked off the wind friday night so pretty cool there man he did he, he did a really good job and that was his first win in his, his brand new race cars that he built so uh 39th ever with the usmts and uh had a great race behind him and, and i tell you though i'm not I'm not so sure that, that maybe Ryan Gustin was probably not the fastest one in the pits. And that was, uh, that was crazy. He never got a chance to test. He, he's running Chris Kratzer's race car and he never, never got a, a chance to, to test the car prior to getting in. And, uh, he didn't quite have everything like he wanted it just perfect on Thursday, but they worked on it yesterday. 
and uh, they, they had it ready to go where he was uh, even a little more comfortable in the car. So I, I really think he's going to be pretty formidable tonight. Um, it's Gustin. Okay, we'll, we're going to find out. So what's uh, where are we making up last night? What's the schedule like? What's happening there? Do you know yet with, with what's the weather? No, doing yeah. So it's uh, so, so the weather's pretty good right now. Um, they're not – so in the past they've ran two shows on some of these Saturdays, but, uh, boy, that just makes for a, a long day of racing. We, we did that last year. Um, so so we're just – we're going to scrap Friday. We're going to run one show on Saturday. And, you know, part of that, there was a change in the format on uh, the, the B-Mod side of this thing, and that kind of plays into this too. You know, with the battle at the Bullring, there's a, a ton of good B-Mods here, and they're paying a lot of money. There's – 10,000 on the line over these three races, you know, just winner's money. So by changing these to individual day payoffs, uh, you're, you're kind of able to hedge your bet against weather and, you know, trying to race this time of the year around here is, is tough, right? And so this is really probably the best format to, to get this thing in. So uh, I think everybody's pretty excited. We're not going to have to put a 12 hour show in today. So we're going to come back normal start time tonight. Um, I believe it's five o'clock. Uh, they said I was just trying to find that here real quick, um, but I believe it's five o'clock was the original scheduled start time for uh, Saturday night. So twelve thousand to win for the uh, USMTS, and then uh, it's five thousand to win for the B mods tonight. So kind of a kind of a co-headliner on the the main event side. This is uh, this this sure a, a neat deal. Okay, let's flip over to the B mods a minute. Uh, I didn't watch much of that, of course, you know, because the time spent on Friday yeah. for me there. And how did the B mods come out, and what's exciting there, and who's who do you think is going to be the winner tonight? Well, so it was a Chris Jackson runaway, and he won by over two and a half seconds. So he's he's from Lebanon, Missouri. Um, he's he's won a ton of big races. He is uh, kind of the perennial Lucas Oil Speedway track champion, and that's kind of what he hangs his hat on. And he builds race cars with his cousin Tony Jackson Jr. They call him J two. Uh, chassis and um, he, he's got several good cars out here. Shadron Turner's another good one. Had a great, great running in uh, USRA points last year and, and won around 30 races. So he's getting started off good too. He was pretty fast as well, but nobody had anything for the J2 at Chris Jackson. So we'll see. He's never won a battle for Bull Ring. He's, he's won a ton of races and championships over the years, but this has always been one that uh, has, has gotten away from him for whatever reason. And, uh, he was, was a dominant car by quite a bit in, in the B mods. So, um, it'll be a full night for them. You know, nothing that happened Thursday matters for tonight. So, uh, they'll run on, on, uh, a draw passing points. And then, um, on the USMTS side for the mods, uh, it's going to be time trials and invert a six and then passing points through the heat races. So, um, it's, uh, it's good. There's just right around 120 cars, right, right close to it uh, there Thursday. So, expect you'll be somewhere in that ballpark again here uh, this evening. And oh, and I believe don't want to throw this out too. So Ricky Thornton um, is going to be here as well racing, and he was not able to be here by Thursday. He, he couldn't make it, um, but he had planned to run last night and tonight. So I think that'll be another big draw on the modified side of things. He's a, a former winner of this race. Well, let's go to uh, let's throw a little drama in this issue for a minute. Let's go to that invert yeah. six draw, redraw, or invert. I should say, not a redraw. Invert on the six, top six. How's the how's that all working out? <laughs> Boy, it's brutal. That invert of six is brutal. Um, you know, I, it's it's made for some different heat race winners, Phil. I'll I'll tell you for sure. And you get some heat race winners. You know, and you think so. W- you know, on the, the racing their broadcast, I interview each one of those heat race winners and 
you know, it seems like most of the time, like, like guys should probably be happy when they win a heat race. And what I've noticed through three nights of this so far is I've, I've done a lot of these and the guys have, have won that heat race and they've rolled in, you know, we've talked to them right before they scale usually. And they're not, they're not just super stoked. And there's even been a scenario where they've won a heat race and went to a B main. Um, that's tough. That's, that's a hard thing for me to wrap my head around the fact that you won your heat race, but then you're in a B main. And I know it occasionally happens. I just don't think it should happen. So, um, that, that, that invert of six is, uh, is, is, I just, it's tough. That's, that's a tough scenario to race under, I think. You know, I think so, too. And just to kind of update the listeners a little bit on it, basically what we're talking about is the USMTS modifieds go out and they qualify by their heat race. And if you're the fastest qualifier, you now start sixth. And if you're the sixth qualifier, you start first. So they invert the top six. But there's some different passing points up coming through there, but you got to pass some cars to get there um, to make mm-hmm. some extra points. So I don't know if a guy could do that or not, but could he stage himself to be maybe a little bit slower intentionally? I mean, I don't. You'd be playing a dangerous well, game there, but so there, there it is, right? That's, yeah, <laughs> Josh, Josh, Josh just figured out racing right there. That was, that was it. <laughs> well, and I'm so like, that's so so that's what the really good the really good ones will tell you that sometimes they they try to do that to, intentionally. Man, but man, playing. you're talking about splitting hundreds and tens, hundreds, thousands of seconds of stuff. Yeah, I mean, the lap times are so close, Josh. I mean, sometimes they're within two hundredths of a second from top to bottom uh, from that part. So you are splitting some hairs, but I, I don't know. I'd have to be letting out of the gas a little bit too, so I was going in back of the field or whatever, so I can start further up you know, in the heat it's, race. It's so crazy too. Now there's some there are some points for um, for for winning your heat races and and so things. So there's some different incentives that were there before. Um, it's, I'm not going to lie to you. It's, it's a pretty complicated format and it's, um, yep. Todd's done several different things over the years. It was an invert of four last year. Um, so they just inverted two more, but boy, that jump from, from four, which was two rows to six, which is three rows. I think it's made a, a big difference. I, I didn't quite think it would be as much of a difference. Maker. It, it's hard to come from the third row and, and win a heat race because most time they're having to do it in eight laps. Yeah. Yeah, you got eight last, but the next thing is, is when you start the races at this part, uh, you know, to keep the racetrack to go the whole night, they've got to have that track pretty heavy or pretty wet. So basically sometimes this first couple of heat races out, you're pretty slimy and stuff. And there really is no passing because you just can't get any traction yeah, or whatever I, these, with those motors and stuff to get around anybody too. You know, too, even, even when, even when you get a little bit of traction and, and the, the, the little bit of that slime goes away, a lot of times your line's pretty narrow too when it's so fast. So, you know, if you're not, if you're not the, the guy that gets to really pick, pick your line, if you have to have to run where you have to run instead of where you want to run, which is what, what you have to do when you're a little bit further back, it's, it's not necessarily an advantageous position to be in. I don't really know what the best scenario is. We were trying to talk through that. I, I still think, I still think if you can time in third or fourth, um, and be in that second row, you're, you're probably, you know, if, if you carry some speed in your race car, that's probably your best spot, um, to be most advantageous, you know, it, it, to, to push forward to try to win that thing and get yourself in the redraw. It's all about the redraw. We haven't even talked about the redraw yet either. So yeah, we can talk then you take all these points and you, and you, and you take your top eight and those guys all, they go pull, uh, they go pull poker chips. Uh, out of a bag and and the top top guy goes first all the way down to eight and so you you could also make a four row difference for your your main event after that too so 
it's all about being in that top eight at the end of the heat races because one one through eight, really, you're all basically one and the same, and luck, luck's going to sue your fate anyway at that point. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and that's my thing is, you know, every series has got their different formats and stuff, and I still really don't understand it. I mean, I don't know why we, on the heat race, you invert anybody. I mean, you go out to qualify, you're first, you go, you make it happen uh, from that part. I mean, NASCAR doesn't switch them up and flip them in and out. So I've always had a, a negative. I guess we can have all kinds of debates on what's good, what's bad, and everybody's got a different opinion. I, yeah. I just, I don't understand the invert at all. Uh, and even the top eight, once you get the top eight drivers for the night and they go up there and pull that pill, I mean, it's a luck of the draw. Uh, and that's one thing. Yeah. I, it's, it's just, it's just hard for me. I understand if you take a pill draw to get started, um, from that part, but the, the heat race and that sort of thing too, I, I, I know there's all kinds of scenarios. I said here, I got my mind going all different directions of what's right, what's wrong, what's fair, what's, what's most competitive and all that kind of stuff too. I get it. I mean, there's advantages sure. both ways. I get it from that part. But. You know, and you want to, you want to be able to, you want to be able to move around a little bit in heat races too, you know, so you don't, you don't necessarily want your guys up front to, to always just go run away with it but you also don't want to stick them in the back either where they get your car destroyed and can't can't run the race that pays the money that everybody came to watch too yeah. so well I'm, I'm, I'm with you guys and trent what i'll say to that is you know the usmts is supposed to be the baddest ass mattifies running around everything else like that and it's it's run yeah. or go home and I don't know. My opinion is if you're running the top series or whatever, and you're the fastest dude out there, you need to be in the front. If you can't get to the front, you, yeah, you, know, be, you need to figure out what's wrong with your race car or your driver or whatever to get you up front and move that car to make it go faster. <clears throat> my opinion. Yeah. Now, here's, here's what's crazy about it though. Right. So everybody, I think for the most part agrees, like you're talking about dirt racing all across the country. Eldora is pretty much seen as the, the pinnacle, right? Like everybody yeah. thinks yeah, Eldora Speedway and all like that is the place. Yeah. I'm telling you, they are the most in, in, inverting people and grace track I've ever seen. Like the world 100 and the dream, the biggest, the biggest stuff they run, they, they go set, they call it the wheel of doom there at Eldora and they spin that wheel of doom and that determines your, your one through six invert. So I really, I don't know what the best scenario I've, yeah. I've I've seen basically every scenario play out. I, I, um, I just, I don't, I don't know that I have a strong opinion on what's better or worse. No, that's what I say. It's a big debate. I, and I get there's pros and cons on yep. both sides, everything else like that fart. But, uh, <clears throat> you know, you take the, the weekly racers, you know, and that sort of thing. Hey, I get that other part of that too. do a pill draw than uh, passing points. So if you pass more people, the way you get moved up to the front or whatever, from that standpoint too. But, uh, to me, the USMTS modifies you're you're there with the cream of the crop. You're supposed to be the best. You're supposed to be running fast, all that kind of stuff. And, uh, to me, the fast guys, you go out there qualify to get fast. If you can't get there, you need to figure out a way to get there. That's just my opinion on that particular series. Yep. Uh, don't agree with that on it. You know, the USRA modifieds or the uh, the other way, uh, you know, the way IMCA does it too. I got battles with that too. I don't I don't agree with how they line that stuff up either. Uh, it's not fair. It's just you're not favoring the the uh, the guy that's fast. You're favoring the guy that's mediocre. Right. Uh, from that, you know point. what? What a lot of the, the what a lot of the veteran racers have, have told me on that was, Hey, those, those inverts and they caught, you know, cr crush formats, basically. Um, those formats worked really good when, when there were, you know, half seconds and seconds between the, the front and the back. And they yeah. said that it really is kind of problematic when you go, you go to split tenths and hundreds of seconds. Yeah. I mean, as close as these guys are in USMTS when they're running and everything mm -hmm. else too. <clears throat> when you're, you're qualifying, doing whatever in that part. 
a second from first to first to last. Many of these guys have spent what they've done and put everything together. Here we are lost a connection again, Josh. I just wonder what's happening there with us. I know I I fast be it's been a We we just ran over here Thursday night. Holy smokes! I I thought last year was crazy with that hundred thousand on the line um, for the points champion and, and all the cars we got. And my gosh, Phil, you, you look at these guys are running for the rookie again this year, and some of those rookie holdovers from last year that are giving it another go, and some some new people dropping in, and we got a whole bunch of late model racers this weekend. Um, this this one could uh, or at least early is shaping up to be the strongest field we've had in quite a while. So. I'm pumped. I'm, I hated last night. I really thought, man, when that, that sprinkle quit and the radar looked good there for, for a little bit, I thought, man, we are going to sneak this in. This is, this is going to be crazy. You know, so much of the country was rained out, but, um, man, I'm, I'm really glad we're going to get to race today and, and finish this thing off. I, th I think it's going to be quite a show. Anyway, I haven't looked at the forecast, but the forecast looked good down in Humboldt so far for the, for today. Yeah. Tonight. Everything looks good there. Yeah. And, and it'll be cool, but it, it always is. I, I shouldn't say always. I've worn shorts in this race before, but, um, it, you know, it's typically cool this, this time of year. So, um, yeah, I think pretty much, uh, pretty much a normal, a normal deal, you know? So, uh, so it's, uh, it's, it's going to be good. I'm ready to, ready to get after it. Okay, so Racing Dirt, uh, got all kinds of apps. You can jump on there to watch the races tonight at Humboldt. Uh, you know, I don't know all your formats there. Trenton, so let everybody know how they can get on <laughs> racing dirt. And I know how I get yeah. on. I get on Apple TV and I got the app. I click it and off I go. <laughs> so, <laughs> there you go. Out of boy. So, yeah, so you, you can watch it. You literally watch them, watch them from your smartphone Android, uh, Google Play, iOS, Apple TV, Roku, Amazon Fire. Uh, I'm not sure I don't miss anything. Obviously, you can do it right from, from your computer, right from a, uh, a Mac or a, a PC there. But Basically, any way you consume your media, uh, Roku. I, I didn't. I didn't mention Roku there a minute ago. So we have channels in all those app stores for you to uh, to watch the race. So we we try to be as accessible. We're not on absolutely every app, but we have the majority of them that are out there. There's there's so many of them out there these days. There's like stuff for Xboxes and Playstations and specific smart TV. I mean, it's the the, the options for streaming are, are endless and. Uh, you know, we just kind of had to pick the, 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 the biggest ones that were out there to, to put the channel on. So uh, we uh, we look forward to having you however however we uh, we can. You know, we want to we want to kind of meet you where you are on the uh, on the streaming side of things. Yep. So anyway, turn into racing dirt tonight. At what time do you say again? Five o'clock is <clears throat> when you go live, or do you know? Yeah, that? that's what they said. Yeah. Well, they said five o'clock. So we probably probably go be up you know, just a shade before that. Make sure everybody can get on and uh, make sure. All is uh, all good in the world. Hey, we are uh, we're we're working out of that uh, that that brand new Mel Hamilton Ford Transit van, Phil. And I'm going to say that thing has went over to uh, just rave reviews from uh, from the crew and uh, some of the people have uh, race officials whatnot stopped and looked at it and uh, been been pretty impressed. So uh, what a what a great piece we're uh, we're working production out of now. Well, that's pretty cool. I mean, I was talking to Austin earlier this week, and I knew he was going to try to get it there, and I should have brought that up earlier. I didn't know if he finally yep. did get it there or whatever. I knew he was doing a fat last-minute couple checks yep. and different things to get it there, so excited for that, and uh, hope that, that makes things better for you guys and everything else, too. 
you know, like your your uh, your MH Ford Transit vans, like your parts vans and things. It's so cool what you can do with them because, like, you know, we took this thing that was was just a blank canvas in the back. We and we got ours with the uh, the two captain's chairs in the front and a and a second row bench, which you could go with or without that bench. And it allowed so much versatility. And then basically, it was just a, a blank canvas in the in the back. And we were able to to outfit it for uh, for television production. So man, it's uh it's a, a really cool product that uh, that Ford's come up with, and you know it's got a it's got a great engine transmission package in that thing too. Dual rear wheels, so uh, it's it's always stable when we're in it. And uh, man, I couldn't couldn't be more impressed with uh, with the product. Well, very cool, Trenton, and I uh, can't thank you enough for the great partnership we have with Racing Dirt, and uh, love everything you guys do for us and everything else. Part from that part too, and uh, excited for tonight. Everybody, jump on Racing Dirt. Watch the big race down at the Humble Speedway. I can promise you I'll be sitting on my couch tonight watching it myself. Uh, cheering everybody on and that sort of thing, too, and everything else, too. So, Trenton, uh, you got to stay warm and uh, glad the weather's going to work out for you guys and everything else like that so we can get some badass modified run around, run around Humble. Man, I'm ready. Thank you for, for uh, letting me come on, and, and Josh as well. Appreciate you, too, man. Thank you, guys. No problem at all, Trenton. Go get fired up, get some coffee in you, and uh, get things ready to go, and we'll be tuning in at 5 o'clock. We'll probably about 4.45, probably what you're saying, probably, right? Yeah, something, somewhere around 4.30, 4.45, something like that. Somewhere around there. Tune in. How'd you know I was going to get coffee, Phil? Well, I just know better. (laughs) I just know better. (laughs) That's exactly where I'm at. All right, buddy. Hey, good luck tonight. Have fun. Stay warm, and uh, let's see who wins out the – Two races, two bet, but, uh, king of the, are they calling a king of America and battle of the bull ring together? Yeah. Yep. 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 All so together. battle of the bull rings, the B mods and the, and the king, king on the mods. Yep. For sure. All right, everybody so, tune in to recent dirt tonight at four 30 or so right along there. And just cheer on your favorite driver. And, uh, I've got a lot of guys around here, Wichita racing on there too, and stuff too. So, uh, everybody cheer everybody on and Trenton, go get some coffee, have some fun and, uh, appreciate everything, buddy. Appreciate you guys. See you. Have a great day. You too, bud. All right, 316-462-3673. Dial up anything you want to talk about in the automobile world, anything ailing your car, tires, brakes, batteries, anything in the racing world, whatever you want to do. Let's get her fired up here and let's get to going. So uh, thanks for Trenton Berry from Racing Dirt t- tuning in with us and give us an update what's going on down there. But I tell you, Josh, that invert thing just drives me nuts. So we started out uh, talking about uh, the guy that was running last night uh, or about how he hadn't had any practice and he was leading the pack so that was a little uh encouraging uh you know i thought well okay ryan gustin has been racing forever yeah and uh, i remember the very first time i seen ryan races right out here with, at 81 speedway and he was driving a modified for ed gressel and i stood down in turn three and this is many many years ago that i saw watched him go and i mean he just annihilated the, the whole place i mean he's got a knack to drive a race car that's unbelievable what he can do but he can also he's been concentrating on late models and stuff like that and best what he said earlier the late model stuff has got rained out so that's why ricky thornton and a couple of other guys are coming to humboldt to race from that part and uh so we'll see what what he can do yeah and i don't know that inverting deal is uh, uh, it drives uh, me nuts but I, I suppose here's the thing about it is that everybody's at the same disadvantage or advantage or you know i don't know to me if you're out there and you're running fast you belong up front 
You know, uh, I, I, <laughs> that's right. My, my thing is I get the weekly racer shows. You're trying to get everybody competitive and keep everybody kind of even, not letting somebody win every weekend and that sort of thing know. on a weekly. But when it's the USMTS modifieds and they've spent millions of dollars and got big time sponsors behind you and stuff like that, and it's supposed to be you're the fastest boy out there to go win a race. And then I get penalized six spots if I'm the fastest qualifier. And that's yeah. happened. That's, that's what happens to the fastest qualifier. Now you're starting sixth. I get it. If you can pass some cars, you can make some points and go. I get that. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna take for Tanner, for example. Last night he started sixth and he finished third. <clears throat> that put him right in the A main. Well, here's my other question. With that is how many laps? You know eight. what I'm saying? You can't eight. eight laps to go six spots. That's uh, you're driving. No, oh. you know what I'm saying. If yeah. it was a 40 lap race or whatever like that, I don't know. That's, that, I, don't, that's I think a it's here's the next thing. I think it's something different and it's new, and the drivers don't quite understand it yet. And I think as maybe as they go through the year, things will work out and level out a little bit more better and everything else from that part. But uh, like Trent said, you win your heat racing here, still might be in a B feature because you started yeah. first and you're. You didn't have any passing points or whatever, but the guys behind you passed you. So you got, they got more passing points than you do winning the heat race. Now you got to run a B feature and the best you can start then if you depends on which B feature you're in, because there's usually three B features yep. uh, from that part. But, you know, again, I don't like how MCA does it either. And I'll, I'd like to have a debate with that too on uh, how they do it and everything else too. Cause they basically, Josh, you go out on a, on an IMCA show and you go in your heat race. And as long as you finish in the top four of your heat race, then you go to what they call a points average for how you finished out the year. I mean, through the, the for the races you've done. So if your points average is one, guess where you start? Tenth. So between that and then uh, I don't know. He had mentioned something, the wheel of doom, you yeah. know, to to draw for a spot. That just doesn't seem. I mean, I don't know, but it doesn't seem calculated. We're just uh, luck of the draw on on doing something like that for sure. Yeah. So, and I say, you know, again, I know everybody. There, there's different analogies, and I'm sure the track sanction bodies can have a debate. I don't want to argue and get everybody yeah. mad or whatever. It's a debate on what we have difference of opinions and what goes on happens and everything else too. And and uh, so, you know, and it's it's the luck of the draw when you draw a pill every week to see how you go. I don't like. Mean, so what? I mean, shoot, I can't draw a pill for save my, you know what? So. <laughs> Uh, from that part but uh again there's all kinds of debates on which way to go on the racing side of that world but i i look at nascar you go out and qualify first guess where you start you start first okay yep, yep. and even they take the daytona 500 they give the top two qualifiers the top one two spots and they still got to run 125 lap race but guess what they still qualify they line up how they finish the qualifying race uh so i don't know there's there's all kinds of debates and, and battles and everything else like that too but i still think that the USMTS guys need to be lined up as fast as as fast and, and go. There should be no invert, no pill draw, no nothing. If you qualified up there, you got the passing points. That's where you go. That's how yep. it is. I mean, I, I feel like I'm the guy that's the fastest. I've worked my butt off and I'm the fastest guy out there. I've qualified the best. I've done the things with, and then I got to start eight. Now you're penal, penalized. Because of a pill draw, I got to start eight. I don't know. I don't know. I'm sure we can get some debates going. Someone wants to call the phone up and get her going to <laughs> and prove me, not prove me wrong, but just give me your opinion. Yeah. What you think or whatever too from that part. So, but anyway, it is what it is. It's way the sanctioned bodies run your race. And it's kind of, it's kind of like the deal where I hear racers complain about the track. Okay. Well, I, I hate to tell you if you're, if you're that good, get out there and prep that track better than that guy that's trying to do it right now. Cause I, I don't, I can, you'll never, never hear me bitch about a track because you know why? Number one, I can't, prep that track any better than, any, than that guy that just did it and number two we all race the yeah, same track yeah, i don't care what's going on or whatever on every driver field. has the same track to to attack and go after so 
Stop complaining it's too wet. Stop complaining it's too rough. Everybody's got the same track, yep. same thing. You that's that's one thing I've learned from Buddy and Tanner is learning how to read a track and learn what to do to the car and adjust the car for that feature and everything else for that part. And that's that's the guessing game. It's no different than NASCAR. Or in difference in NASCAR, they need a couple of pit stops. They can change and adjust the car and get back in there and get going again. The modified, you can't do that. Or in dirt track racing, you really can't do that. So you got to make sure you're guessing the right way and knowing which what you're going to set that car up when you go out for that main feature uh, from that part. But Everybody's got the same feel. It's all in how you play your game, you know, uh, from that side of it. And then so now let me ask you this. Do you think from uh, so you've got the racer's perspective on an inverted field drawing, but now how about from a spectator's point of view? Does it make the race more interesting as a spectator? Yeah, I, yeah. I, I have to play that out too. I, I think it's different in the different sanction bodies. Uh, I'm going to take you know for like the USMTS, those guys are out there. They're they're within hundreds of a second of each other. That you can go down to the wiki racers and there's you know sometimes a second difference yeah yeah so that's you know that's kind of the, the play out there too i think different sanction bodies need to have different rules which they do right i understand that part too but from the racer standpoint i mean from a spectator standpoint from from getting viewers involved and you know yeah. fans involved and stuff like that you know is there a, is there a gain to the sport or uh event from the spectator side of it because they do stuff like that yeah and i guess the, the next thing is I'll, I'll go back to the imc division that jake and i are running now is uh you know like i said you know we're usually number one it's a week on the points on points average so we're always starting 10th in the feature so does it take the guy that's running third or fourth or fifth and a better chance for him to get up to the front and maybe win a race or whatever too i see that side of the coin i do because you know the IMCA modifies guys aren't spending the money that a USMTS yeah. guy is spending on his yeah. car or what it takes to put one of those cars together to go race that stuff. And you can watch the USRA guys that go when they come around to their home track or whatever and they run against them. Very rarely do you see a USRA guy that's really competitive in the top 10 because of how fast those USMTS guys are. And again, those USMTS guys do so many more laps. They've got so much more experience that's, and everything yeah. else like that too. And uh, they just got it dialed in. And the other side of that for me is uh, is more so maybe not the not the difference or the the staging of how they place them or anything like that, but do they have enough laps to be able to, if everybody's driving, if everybody's driving their car, do they have enough time in the race to be able to do their job? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? In eight laps, you can't, the six yeah. positions in that close of a, of a difference, it's well, not there. And, and then see, here's my next thing, and I always thought about this too, you know, you go out and you run an eight-lap heat race. But then here comes the B features, and this is the guys that didn't qualify for the main main show, and you got a B feature out there, and them things are anywhere from twelve to fifteen laps. Well, listen, let's change that up. Let's do a 12, 15 lap heat race. Yeah. If yeah. you're going to invert six and do an eight lap B feature, feature. Yeah. and see what that does for you uh, from that part. I mean, I don't. There's again, there's all kinds of debate. I don't want to take anything away from anybody out there that, of a sanctioned body what they're making the rules, and you know, it's one of the things. You, it's kind of like that deal last week when that guy that part so anyway Josh we still seem to have 
really busy week for sure. Uh, just had a seemed like had a definitely a lot going on this week and trying to get to uh, get people their cars back. You know, we get to this time of year and <clears throat> the time change. I think uh, people a lot of people associate with spring, and then spring comes summer, summer vacations and trips, and people are starting to travel. Uh, you know, more and stuff like that. But yeah, it's been uh, been very busy this week. Had a couple of different instances uh, that revolved around you know special parts or not necessarily special parts but uh parts that were oe parts and not aftermarket parts uh you know i think you kind of got involved a little bit with uh with the gentleman with the hybrid battery and uh you know that was a uh all about getting the right part for the car the first time and then also uh trying to diagnose it you know uh the individual just wanted to was trying to save a little bit of money and went through and diagnosed uh, diagnosed the vehicle himself and uh, chose uh, to replace the hybrid battery, which is an extremely expensive component. Uh, got it in the car and, uh, well, when he put it in the car, it just flat out didn't work. Uh, mm-hmm. out of the box well it was because the component needed to be needed to be programmed uh he couldn't find any information anywhere out there on google no imagine that, that. Uh, that said that and so just couldn't comprehend or understand why uh why it wasn't working and thought that it was just a defective part and we're talking you know a five or six thousand dollar part uh from that side of things so we're able to get it in the shop and get it programmed uh in that in that amount of time, he thought it was uh, was just that flat out convinced that it was defective. So he went on to to eBay <coughs> and bought uh, another component, another battery. Uh, got it shipped in, and uh, that component and his first original component, the vehicle had the exact same uh, symptoms or conditions. Well, once we programmed the one that he purchased from us and got it up and going, uh, it worked. Hey, imagine that. So anyway, Google didn't help him. Yeah. I know Google does a lot of great things out there and helps us with a lot of things. I use it a lot too and everything else like that too. So you just got to be careful on that side of the point. But it goes back to these manufacturers have set it up where you got to program these parts. Not just It's not a plug and play kind of a situation anymore uh, from that part. So you just got to be careful when you're trying to diagnose some of these things yourself. And I do know that we told the guy to be careful and what he yeah. was doing before yep. we bought the battery and everything else too uh, from that part. So. It just, uh, you know, these vehicles are, are so complex. They're not points and condensers and, you know, <laughs> cap and rotor and plugs and stuff uh, anymore. It's, uh, yeah, there, there's so many different modules and things that are intercommunicating with each other uh, from that side of things. And so, uh, but anyways, we got a, uh, Richard's online. Richard, you're on live with Under the Hood. How are you? Pretty good. How are you guys doing today? Doing very well. Hey, it sounds like I'm going to be spending a lot of time out at the 81 Speedway this year, but uh, does anybody have any kind of update on what's going on with the drag race track? Has somebody sold that to that Tampa people, or do you know anything? Well, I can give you the best I can give you assumption I can. When we had a race open house here in the the middle of February, uh, the Simon family was here at the dealership. Uh, At that point in time, I don't think they had any a firm plan what the plan was going to be yet for the drag strip. I stressed it and stressed it and stressed it to them that this town needs a drag strip. And they, I think they understand that. Uh, I think they're having a, you know, everything they've went through the last couple of years has been a little bit of a battle for them and that sort of thing. But I, uh, from that part, but, uh, 
I think we will see what I'm guessing, and this is just a guess, we'll see a very limited amount of races out there this year, and I think they'll try to be trying to go after it the following year from that part. But I just think there's so many things that need to be done to that racetrack to get it updated, some things that need to be done to that thing to make it a little more safer, that sort of thing, too. Uh, we have pushed and pushed and pushed and uh, to put up the barricade, get rid of the, the uh, steel walls and put up some concrete barriers and stuff like that, too. We've offered to spend a chunk of change to help them with that sort of thing, too. But uh, I just got to – the last I've heard from the Simons was here at the race open house, and uh, that's that's kind of the best thing. I think you'll see a limited amount of races this year, and then I think next year they'll have something going from that part. Uh, just uh, Just my assumption – of what I've got from that standpoint, but, uh, I know it's, it's not for sale. I will tell you that he won't sell it. Uh, he's still wanting to find somebody that can run it or lease it or do whatever from that standpoint too. Yeah. They've, they've had a bad couple of years with weather. It seems like every time they got something good scheduled, uh, they have been bit by weather. So it's uh, kind of a tough deal out there, but, uh, thanks for the update. Yeah, no problem. But I did tell you, we will, Mel Hamilton Racing will support that track to do whatever we can to keep a drag strip in this town. Eight, five, six, seven. Guess we lost him. Anyway, yeah. we, we met with a guy, the new promoters down in Arc City, and uh, had, had a great meeting with them, too. So hopefully this race season get kicked off, get some warm weather going and everything else like that, too. Sorry we lost uh, Richard there for just a second, that, but I think yeah, we got that track is so local and just right there. And I mean, Wichita is big, a uh, big enough city. It, it really needs a, it really needs a track. I agree. Know? agree a hundred percent too. So well, anyway, Josh, uh, it's about nine fifty, and I think we've kind of covered everything we need to cover today. I don't know any more calls coming through or whatever. So appreciate everybody watching, everybody listening. Good luck to all the USMTS guys down at uh, Humboldt tonight, the USRB mods and the USMTS uh, gentlemen. Tune in to Racing Dirt starting about 4.30 or so or 4.45 for all the live coverage of what's going down at the USMTS race. We'll see how that shakes out again, see if maybe Terry Phillips can do a back-to-back. But uh, hate to tell you, going to be pulling for the old heart too. Tanner Mullins to be pulling up through there and everything else like that too with the Mel Hamilton race on the side of his race car. So good luck to everybody at Humboldt. Good luck, Tanner. We'll be pulling for you from here, here in Wichita and everything else too. Josh, any last that comments or anything? Yeah, just maybe go through the sponsors and God, thanks for reminding let's, let's me of that. Let's give them a little love. And- Should we give them a little <laughs> bit of love? Anyway, Bitcoin Karate for all your advertising needs. Hey, yeah, we own that company down this little other side of uh, Maze Road here on Kellogg. Jesse's got a great team of people down there that helps helps us put this show on, helps you advertise your company, help wrap your vehicles, race car wraps, window tent, anything to advertise your business. As they say, just Google us. Uh, BG products, all the great these products we use right inside here from BG. And I uh, can't thank those guys enough for the great partnership we have with Kansas BG and also Corporate BG. Love their test facilities right here and everything else too so we got to get the old silver car back out on the dyno and that we got yeah. the new motor and stuff in it we'll see how that works too but appreciate everything what bg products does for us and a great partnership we have with those guys and of course go to rent hey if you're looking for a rental car 12 or 15 passenger van give stan a call right inside here at melhelm ford hey i know the summer holidays are coming holidays summer, summer vacations are coming there is some holidays yeah. in there too in there josh but get in advance we usually have we got still about half the amount of vehicles over there and go to rent because of the supply issue and supply chain and everything else have there so make sure you plan it up and Enough in advance, and I will tell you the 12 and 15 passenger vans are going away because I've been trying to get more built and everything else. And met with Ford last week trying to figure out how to get some built and everything else to replace our inventory there, but it's being very, very, very hard. So plan ahead and everything and let Stan help you at Go to Rent right inside here at Mel Hamilton Ford. Hey, everybody, have a great Saturday. 
Stay warm, stay dry, and we will talk to you next Saturday, 9 a.m.